the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Jesus and Joe podcast. If you're listening to this, then you might be about to enter a brand new season of life called the year after graduation. This is the year that a lot of different things are going to happen for you. This is my advice because I was in your shoes about a year ago. I was about to cross that stage with my beautiful purple gown. I, I wish that I could have put you inside my head. This stage of life for me was something that was so unknown. And I know that every season of life was unknown, but if you think about it, we have had a routine kind of lifestyle for the past like 18 years or so. We go to school, we have our summers off. You transition from that elementary stage to middle school, and then you go into high school, and then you go into college, which is a whole barrel of monkeys itself. Like you have no idea what's going on. But now you are about to step into a new chapter where there isn't a guidebook, there isn't a schedule. It's a brand new routine. It's a brand new lifestyle, and you are the conductor. Here we go. Choo-choo. We are going into the year after college, and I cannot wait for you to experience this. Like, this is going to be just some really good encouragement, some great pieces of advice, because that's exactly what I needed. And lucky enough, I had some really great mentors and I had my parents to encourage me as I walked in this very unknown stage of life. So I just want to be that for you. I don't know. Like, I just want to hold your hand and be able to encourage you as you step into this because you got it. If I can get through this, then you can too. And the reason why I say that is because I have been through the ringer this year. So like I said, a year ago today, I was graduating college. There was a rush of emotions that I was feeling. I was so excited because I was about to step into this new chapter. College was over with. I was excited. I was also very sad. I mean, I know that you probably have a lot of great friends, and that was probably the hardest part for me was leaving my friends behind because all of us were going in different directions, and it wasn't like I was living across the across the hall from my very best friend. I was going to be living somewhere else and I wouldn't have my sorority sisters around me anymore in that community. It was all going to be something completely different. And then I was worried. I was very worried because I literally had no idea what I was going to do. I was living by faith. That's the title of the chapter that I was living in. And let me show you why. Let me tell you how. (laughs) I just keep laughing because I think of what I planned for myself a year ago and how only one thing did happen that I planned. The last episode that I posted, I kind of had briefly talked about how I was planning on being a teacher and then my senior year changed my major and that's when God called me to ministry. So I applied for every single ministry position that I saw on LinkedIn. I applied for anything that had to do with this nonprofit organization, anything that had to do with Jesus. I just knew I was called for ministry, so I was going to apply for anything with the title ministry in it. So one of them that I applied for was in Colorado. 
Yep, I have never been to Colorado, but I want, never wanted to come back home. I didn't want to come back to Tennessee. I wanted to go anywhere but Tennessee. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess like the reason why I didn't want to move back home was because I didn't want to come back to a place where in my mind, it wasn't a new start. I have my parents live back here, my grandparents, like a lot of good loved ones, some sweet friends of mine. But I just thought that, you know, the year after college, everything was supposed to be new. So let's just go somewhere new. <laughs> so that was the top three things. Colorado, didn't want to move back home, and I wanted a new start. So now let's let's fast forward to this year. <laughs> So I did not move to Colorado. That did not happen. I actually moved back home. I did. God really wanted me home. And I think there were a lot of great and fabulous reasons that he did that. And I would not trade this this season for the world. I mean, it has been something so sweet and something I'll remember for the rest of my life. So I moved back home. I work in Franklin, Tennessee, which is great. And I did get a new start. I did. I mean, a lot of my high school friends all kind of moved on, but I've made some really great friends in my church community. I've made great friends in my workplace. I mean, it has been a brand new start. So just because, like, if I'm talking to that girl who's moving back home, a lot of new things are going to happen. There's a whole new routine. There's a whole new new chapter, and you're going to kill it. I'm so excited for you. So that's me. That's This is where I am now. And because of what I have learned and what I have seen and see God do throughout this new stage of my life, I have learned so much. So if I could just pour in the encouragement that I learned, pour in the advice that I wish I could tell myself back then, here we go. This is for you. The first thing that I would tell myself is everyone's plan is different. And I know that's kind of common sense, but it needs to be repeated. Your path is completely different on purpose. I remember looking around at my friends and seeing that they would get job offers and I still didn't have one or, you know, they're engaged and I still don't even have a boyfriend. Like I kept questioning. I was like, God, like, why is everything happening for them? And I don't have anything that's going on. It's so cool to think that there is only something, there is something that only God wants to do through you. And it's not supposed to be this collective thing. It's supposed to be through you and for you. Don't compare your life and your path to others. Start celebrating your own because God is doing something super specific and super exciting that he only wants to do through you. So who cares if you don't have the job offer? Your time is coming. Who cares if you're not engaged yet? Your time is coming. The second thing, don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. But you, if you want to make friends, you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone and go make them. <laughs> the best place that I would recommend for you to go to is a young adult group in your church. I met so many people who were kind of walking the same path as I was, kind of just figuring out like what God was doing. But we all had that same foundation of Jesus, which was the most important thing to me. And it was also the most important thing to them. So don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Sign up for like, sign up for a workout class. Do something in your community. Have a new hobby. Explore these things because this is your time to own it. Number three, when you get told no, when you get told no with a job offer or get told no with, you know, getting that house, 
it is so important. I mean, it's always important, but it's very vital to know exactly who God is during these times. It, would, it hurts my heart because when I got told no, I kept on thinking like, if I didn't have Jesus, I don't think I'd be able to walk through this because it was hard being told no. I hate being told no. I love to be told yes, absolutely. Fabulous, like all the nice things. But unfortunately, sometimes no is an answer, but what comes with the answer no comes something better. And that is something to remember. And it's something also to never forget that God is for you. He wants what's best for you. So this no might be something that kind of hurts in the beginning, but there's a verse that says, you may not understand now, but in the future you will. Something along those lines. So when you get told no, don't forget who God is. Don't ever let doubt and second guessing ever get in the way of knowing the character of who he is. Number four, be grateful for where you are planted right now. I have had to remind myself of this daily because there were times where I was looking at, you know, my friends and they're going on these elaborate trips because they have elaborate money or, or maybe like they're wedding dress shopping or maybe they're doing these big things and like because they're in their 20s and all these things are happening for them. And then you kind of look back on your life and you're like, none of that is happening for me. I am working at a job and I don't get enough money. But God has me here for a reason. And while I'm here and serving this purpose that he has for me, I'm going to be grateful in it. Because I know that this was not supposed, this is not a mistake that I'm here. It's not a mistake that I meet these people. It's not a mistake that I'm experiencing these kinds of things. So be grateful for where you're planted because God's doing something amazing through you. You don't have to have it all together right now. When I graduated college, y'all, I didn't have a job offer. I walked the stage. I said goodbye to my college. I moved back home. And for two months, I didn't have a job. You know what I did? I worked out. I did TikTok. And I worked on my ministry like no one's business. And I applied for jobs. That's all I did. That's all I did for about two months is I applied for jobs. I worked my tail off with my ministry and I worked out. And guess what? I learned a lot during that time. I think that God had to get me quiet and ready for this next season because I think I kept on telling myself that I was ready, but honestly, I was not. But you don't have to have it all figured out. And I feel like that's a big stereotype that like you have to have it all figured out as soon as you graduate you don't. It's so good to know and rest in him, especially during this time where everything seems so new and unstable. But with him, you're able to rest and know the truth that comes behind why these things are happening. Jeremiah 29 11 has a whole new different definition. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to give you a hope and a future. That's a promise and it's going to happen. So don't fret. Don't worry. It's all going to work out in God's timing. Number six, this one is a happy one. This new chapter is very memorable. And I would love and I would encourage you to get a journal because every day, every single day, you're going to see God work. You're going to see him work through somebody, through something or in a new place. You're going to think, see things kind of fall together, fall just right into your lap maybe. But this new chapter of life is something so good because you're walking hand in hand with your creator who, who is this 
master planner and has been preparing these moments for you for so long before you could even like move or talk or like open your eyes. Like he has been preparing this for you for so long. And I could just picture him like on the edge of his seat, just so excited for you to experience all these things because they're going to be great. Like I told you before, God is for you, not against you. And there's going to be some hard seasons and there's going to be some really great seasons, but all these seasons were orchestrated by him. And there's always going to be something good. That's what's so great about God is God is good. Even in those hard seasons, he will always have that promise. And we can rest in him that he works all things out for the good of those who love him. Number seven, your job is not your life. It's just a part of it. I used to think that my job title kind of described, like would kind of identify me, if that makes sense. And I mean, I'm not going to lie with y'all or like beat around the bush. My job title that I have right now is not like something super elaborate. It's not like I'm a CEO or a VP or like something so big and so masterful. Like, oh my goodness, you're so impressed. No. Um, sometimes you have to start at the bottom, you know, and that's okay because you're going to work your way up. And that's okay. That's all good. But just because like your work is a big part of your life doesn't mean that it is your life. So go hang out with your friends, go get a hobby, go on a walk, go do something that truly fulfills you and satisfies you. Number eight, be observant of God's fingerprints everywhere. Everywhere. This season is something where you don't have all of your besties living with you. You may be moving far away away from home. You might be going into a new job. But God's, con- he's so, he's constantly reminding you that he's with you. He's constantly reminding you that he's working. So every day is kind of like an adventure. I don't know. You can't go back to yesterday and you can't go tomorrow. You have today. And God's going to show himself in big mighty ways. So get that journal, y'all. Get the journal. Go to Marshall's because they have the best ones. Number nine, coffee dates become superior during this time. They're the best way to make friends. That's all I'm saying. All of my new friends, I think if y'all are listening, y'all know that I always suggest coffee because it's perfect. You have a wonderful, yummy iced coffee, and then you get to meet a new friend. And you get to hear all about their life and how God has made them and who they are and all their college experience and what they're doing now. I mean, no one has it all figured out. And so that's just exciting. And you get to like sit on that with a cup of coffee. Yum. So I would highly suggest if you don't like coffee, that is totally fine. We still love you. But I would, you know, Sonic's always good. A restaurant. I'm trying to think what else. I don't know. Let me know. DM me. Instagram. Go ahead. Tell me what you like to do. Tell me where you want to, like, you're kind of your first friend date. Kind of something like that. Where would you want to go? Mine's always coffee. Always will be coffee. <laughs> Number 10. The only way that you are going to make, make it during this unstable time is to rely on someone who is stable. You might be thinking, hmm, who is that stable person in my life? Well, I know we have a lot of stable people. We have a lot. We have our parents. We have our friends. We got our boyfriends. We got our fiancés. All this kind of stuff. But you have God, Jesus, who is able to make things stable again. Who is able to walk through every single moment of your life and know exactly what's going to happen. 
He's the one that you talk to. He's the one that comforts you. He's the one you will be able to lean on during this time like nobody's business. So take my advice. Rely on the one who makes things stable. And of course, you can love on your friends and you can love on your boyfriend and all that kind of stuff. But there's something so different with relying on someone who made you, who knows you inside and out, who you're able to trust with your entire life, and he wants everything great and good to happen to you. Okay, y'all, this might be one of my jaw-dropping pieces of advice, so I hope you're ready, okay? Don't trust the process, trust him. So many people think I mean, when I say people, I mean me. (laughs) I used to think that I would get the job if I did blank, and then I did blank, and that would equal job. I used to think that things were an equation. I would meet someone in the job field, I would get the job, I would become a million. Like, it would just, I thought that things were kind of an equation, and that was a process. But there is something so good in relying and trusting in him, because like I said before, and I will say it again, he wants what's best for you. Number 12. Number 12. Friends, you learn to love them in a different way. And I think that I'm talking about proximity. Um, One, let's see, I'll just kind of go through a little map that I have in my head right now. One of my very best friends lives in in Tullahoma. Another one lives in Murfreesboro. Another one lives in Spring Hill. Another one lives in Columbia. Some live in Cookville. Some live in Johnson City. I mean, they're everywhere on the map, y'all. They're everywhere. But what's so cool is that you have the coolest, like, little ways to get in contact and get back in touch with them. That's why we have phones, y'all. They're not supposed to be just, like, for Instagram and cute pictures, but to truly call them, FaceTime them, text them, let them know that you're thinking about them. One of my favorite ways to tell my friends like hey like i still love you i hope you're doing great is send that encouraging text like let them know remind them of how important they are in your life that goes such a long way always let them know how you feel about them always let them know that you're praying for them because friendships are so important and god put them in your life for a very specific reason to let them be kind of a reminder of how much god loves you so always let them know because friends are something so important and they helped you through a really hard season of life and a really good, memorable season of life. And now y'all are about to step into a new one and everyone's going through the same thing. They're all scared out of their minds of what's about to come. But to know that you have that foundation, yes, in Jesus, but also to lean back on those friends, very important. So always send them that little sweet note and let them know that you're thinking of them. Number 13, like I said, coffee dates are superior, and I will tell you again, everyone wants to make friends. Everyone, the people that are out, the people that are involved in like their community, their church, everyone wants to make friends, and everyone wants to make some more. So if you are like, you know, in like a new stage of life, you're going to church, if you're in your job and like you meet some really cool co-workers ask them to be your friend ask them like it's kind of like kindergarten all over again it's like hey i think you're really cool and i would really like to be your friend they want to be your friend too you are so cool are you kidding me you're literally the bee's knees anyone would want to be friends with you you're an awesome person and i know that anyone would want to be friends with you so me georgia gust i am pushing you to go and tell that person that you want to go get coffee with them. Tell them that you want to be their friend. Because I'm 
certain they'll want to be friends with you. Number 14. This is your time to go after your passions and your dreams. Just trying to figure out like how to go about it because if this is something that God wants you to do, he will show you how in really big ways. Okay, here we go. The next one is to invest in people who invest in you. But I just think that it's so important to invest in people who invest in you, who pour into you, who want to encourage you and to make you better. So pour into those friendships and let them pour back into you. And that goes with the friend, the new friends. If they want to be your friend, they will pour into you. I promise. <laughs> I have a new friend right now. She's so precious. I adore her. She sends me voice memos. I love voice memos. She literally is like, hey, girl, like, miss you. My adore you. Love you. And then this is my last piece of advice for you. You were never going to have a season of life like this again. Okay. You're never going to. Because there's so much new stuff that happens every single year. And this season is something where I think every emotion is involved. You're excited. You're sad. You're worried. You get angry. You get lonely sometimes. You might be so fulfilled. You might have all these awesome friends. I mean, like, it's such a basket full of emotions. It's so immense with emotions. It's so exciting and exhilarating and vital and fruitful like it's just so cool to see how every single emotion I've walked through every single day I have seen God has never ever once forsaken me he has never ever let me question him and doubt that God's doing something with my calling so I just want you to remember that you're never gonna have a season like this again so soak it all up take it in because this is something that is gonna be exciting okay so I hope you feel encouraged that you kind of feel a little bit better walking into this new season of life and this new chapter because good things are coming your way, sister. All you have to do is just step out. This is a whole chapter called Faith, and this is going to be so cool to see. And there's nothing like seeing God's answers and his your little answer prayers just come right before you and how God just because even those no's are answered prayers. I mean, God works everything out for the good. Don't forget that. And God works for you. There is purpose. There is goodness. And there is greatness that is coming. So I'm excited for you. I'm going to pray over you because that is what we do here on the Jesus and Joe podcast. So here we go. <sighs> Heavenly Father, I just lift up this sweet friend of mine on the other side of the phone. I guess you could say. I don't know. I just lift her up to you. I ask that you would just give her the encouragement that only you can. God, that you would remind her how excited that you are to see her step into this new chapter. Let her just lean on you and be reminded of who you are. Let her just feel your presence in every way, shape, and form. God, let these answers, let these little worries that she has, God, I pray that you would just let all those worries vanish and God, let the answers come swiftly and quickly. God, I know that you are for her. I can't wait to see what you do through her because I know that she is a world changer. And so, God, I pray that she feels encouraged and ready because you are along with her for the ride. God, you are with her every single step. You are here for every single moment. And it's going to be great. I can't wait. So, Lord, thank you again for her. Thank you for this new journey and this new path. God, I feel that this is going to be something she'll remember for a really long time. And let faith be the title of this new chapter, Lord. It's in your name I pray. Amen.
I love you. I hope you have the best day. And please, please let me know if you ever need encouragement. You know where to find me on Instagram, info at georgiaguest.com, anything like that. So I adore you, and I can't wait to see what God does for you.